from the very edge of the great Pacific Northwest, situated on the edge of the Agate Desert. My name is David, and welcome to my first official podcast. I know I posted something the other day that told you I had more stuff coming. Well, and here it is, at least the start of it. I figured that today's show would be more of a about me and what I plan on getting out of the show versus anything else today. So that's where we're starting. And I just think it's a good place to start. That way you folks can get a chance to figure me out and decide if you want to listen. I can tell you right now that I'm not what you think I am. A lot of people try to pigeonhole us independence into a certain category, and it just doesn't work. I guess the closest I've ever been identified is as what's called a centrist. If you give me one of those political tests, I land dead center in the middle of everything. And that's not because I'm just unopinionated. It's because I have opinions that swing wide. I've got very far left ideas about the environment, and I have very far right ideas about the economy. And so that leads me to identify as a centrist. I am not somebody who will just take up a side because they have a particular letter behind their name or because they have a particular style that they like to tweet out. I'll do my research and I will know whether or not I'm vote who I'm voting for and the reasons why without just giving any type of talking points. So yeah, don't ask me to follow one political party or another or try to play the political party games of, well, if you don't support the party, we're going to lose because I know better. Um, yeah, I years ago I took a test and it was funny because I was conflicted on just who I was going to vote for because I didn't like any of the candidates. So I so I put together so I took this little test that kind of took a lot of quantitative data, and by the time I was done, it said I should either vote for and it came up a tie between George W. Bush or Dennis Kucinich. Now, if those aren't opposite ends of the spectrum, I don't know what. So, there you go with that. Two, I'm racially blind. I think too many people in this world focus on race. The first black this, the last white that, Asian people are better at math but worse than driving. I've never looked at race that way. To me, we all are, we are all one people. I don't see color. I don't see anything like that. And I've been accused of being racially insensitive at that time because I don't realize that this person is of an African, an African descent and I should be more accommodating in some way. I don't understand it. We're all the same people. I don't discriminate against people. I'll never discriminate against anybody as far as I'm concerned concerned we all have the same color blood and our outside differences are based on where our ancestry comes from so yeah I, there's there's no difference to me in in race i'm not somebody who who will do that i just and i don't understand where people can come out and this is depends on which party it is or the major parties i'm talking You'll have one party come out and go after another party for being racially insensitive, but then turn around and announce to the world that here's my first black this. Yeah, they're just being just as racially insensitive just because they're promoting that specific aspect of it. They're using the race to identify 
oh yeah, we like this race, we want to help this race. It just, to me, it doesn't work. And people who identify in those manners, in those races, should sit there and say, hey, wait a minute, you need to quit using my race against to better yourself. It doesn't matter which party it is. If they let it go, it's going to continue. But if they stand up and say, hey, wait a minute, if you want to do something for me, do it for me and my family, but don't bring my race into it. And we'll be good. That's how I think. You know, this is something I hear from both of the main parties. Democrats and Republicans both claim to be the party for the minority, while they both exploit them. I'm a researcher. I will research everything you claim. So if you drop a comment below in my, anywhere on any of the pods that, pod, where this podcast is, is, is displayed, then know that if you make a claim, I will research it. And by research, I mean actually look into the data. I don't mean go out after a particular party's talking points or anything like that. Just because you say it doesn't mean it's true. Just because you said my party says it obviously doesn't mean it's true. Just go look at all the Pinocchios both parties have. So that's that's who I am politically. I know I just kind of jumped into that over the next couple of weeks. I hope that you folks will get to have a better understanding of who I am and what I look for in in a podcast. I'm also looking at, I use um, a, f- a variety of different software. Uh, one of the things that I've got, well, that I have is Linux Media. And, or Linux Media. <laughs> yeah, my buddy's going to get on me because I said Linux instead of Linux. But um, I use that to do a lot of different sound mixing, and I'm still working on my opening theme, which is why I don't have it here. And But I wanted to get the podcast going. That way it becomes a weekly thing, and it's something that that people can eventually get used to knowing that every Sunday night my podcast is coming out and that generally by every Monday morning it'll be populated on all the streaming services as long as it's been set up right. So what am I hoping the podcast will become? One, I'm hoping that it'll be enjoyable, an enjoyable sound to listen to. No matter what the topic is, I'm hoping that everyone will find something in the topic that they can enjoy, whether it's something that's actually taken at a fair and balanced approach, or whether it's just a random topic for the day. Like I said, that that the podcast is going to be something that's based around user-driven content. If the majority of people want a show about a particular thing, then that's what I'm going to look into doing. Of course, I retain all, you know, all rights to override it if something bigger is going on in the news and I want to bring that up and talk about it. Eventually, um, the podcast will be done live. It's just right now I'm still getting things set up and I don't have the bandwidth to really do a very clear upstream right now. So I've chosen to just do it on a recorded basis and upload them once a week. I'm also hoping that the podcast will become something national. Yeah, we all like to be the next major person in in radio or in podcasting or in internet 
you know, the next big hot thing. I know that's not likely a, a thing that's going to happen, but I have to set my focus somewhere. And generally, my goal is for something national. I'll be happy if I end up with a couple of hundred listeners around the world, and that's it. It's just this is something that I'm doing for me to have an outlet and to continue to explore new ideas and new topics. I'm hoping that my centrist ideals provide an opportunity for truly balanced discussion on topics. I have heard a lot of people say, I'm being fair and balanced. Well, what they're doing is they're being fair and balanced on their point of view, but as soon as you try to bring up something else, they immediately start shouting you down, and they don't even want that. They don't even want your point of view to come up. And that is just not right, because everyone has a point of view. Everyone should know their point of view and have it researched well. The last thing I want is to have two people on the show where they're where they're arguing back and forth and neither one of them are bringing up anything but talking points. I actually want to hear some data. Give me actual data. Let's talk about that. Let's go into why the data says this, but why you're, why you say this. I'll give you an example. The women's soccer team. I hear a lot that they don't get paid if they don't if they don't win. Well, technically that's not true. If they lost every one of their games, they'd still make an average of $89,000. And that was researched by the Washington Post. They actually posted on it because of that. Now, where the salary discrepancy comes from is when they go on to that world title. They only make a little bit versus where the men get a lot more money. And I think that salary discrepancy needs to go away. See, I'm someone who definitely believes in equal pay, equal salary for the sexes. I don't see a difference between a man and a woman in a job. It's just something that it's not who I am. I don't think a man is better because he's a man. I don't think a woman's better because she's a woman. Now, we both do have physical traits that allow us to do things that are better. Men are generally physically stronger. Women, think quicker. That's why you're better at multitasking. I often start out with a, with a comment saying, you know, it is a proven fact that men have a larger brain than, a, than women. Now, this is where I generally get cut off and not a lot of people like to listen. The men start going, yay, and the women start going, now wait a minute here. And what I just like you to listen to is, though, is that central network in the brain, the corpus callosum, the data transfer in a woman is much quicker than a man. You, you, ladies can think quicker. You can access data much quicker than we can and never, ever, ever get in an argument with a woman because you will lose. It makes you better multitaskers. You're able to focus on more things than, than what you like to, than what we are able to. And that generally comes down to, you know, if you believe in evolution in the way we were designed, that men needed the ability to have that larger memory to remember places to go to hunt to bring in food. At least that's how science explains it. And then women being the caretakers of the area, the home, the global community in that area, depending on, on where they were at, needed to be the ones that had to think quick, marshal the forces, even to defend the area when the men were off hunting. Because if you think about it, if the men went out to go do hunting, who stayed back and defended the area? 
the homestead. It's the women and the children, actually. But they had to be fast thinkers. And we're still like that today, where men can boast that we're physically stronger and that our brains are, are by average, larger. <laughs> we don't stand a chance when we're trying to think you out, outthink you. It just doesn't work that way. We're, we're made to be compatible in that aspect where our faults are covered by the other person's, by the other person's greatness. And that's the really cool thing about the way we have developed. Now, I don't want every, an everyday show to be an everyday political show. I, I want something that covers all to topics that people care about. With this said, the majority of content is going to be listener-driven, like I said. There's a Facebook page up that is at Random Weekly Talk. So if you just put in the at symbol Random Weekly Talk into Facebook, you will find the page. And then at Twitter, we're at Talk underscore Weekly. So I tried to get them both to be lined up, but that just wasn't going to work. I actually like the Talk Weekly name better because it's a lot shorter. But I couldn't get everything set up the way I wanted it to go. So Facebook is at Random Weekly Talk. And Twitter, we're at Talk underscore Weekly. And I check them often. And I will continue to, do, to check them often as the accounts grow. I hope to take on topics that people are posting and talking and asking about. Um, right now, I work from a home office. On-site guests will be few and far-reaching. I have the opportunity or the ability to bring in phone guests via a PBX system that I'm work currently working on. But again, I'm stuck with a very, very slow upload speed. I live out in the middle of nowhere. Like I said in my intro, I'm on the edge of a desert. And the only way I can get really, really high speed out here would be to bring in microwave or to pay one of the companies around here to put in a larger larger capacity and I'm just not going to do that now if for some reason this place takes off and six months from now I have a usership that is just absolutely rocking we'll look into that investment absolutely um, right now my I'm going to stay just into the audio side of it for most of my podcast at least for um, Podbean, because I can't afford to pay twenty nine ninety nine a month, and and do all of that now because they won't take a video upload until you get to that to get to that portion. Now, I'll also be posting this on YouTube, which right now does have a simple video output, but it's just a picture of me that randomly transitions around and bounces and things like that. I'll go live with video once I get my audio syncing taken care of. That way you're not looking at a mouth that's going one way and a video that's going another. And yeah, that's because I can't stand unsynced audio and most people that I know can't. So yeah, that's just how that goes. I'm not sure exactly how long the podcasts are going to be. I would like them to be an hour long, but right now, until we get more user content driven, it's probably going to be 30 minutes. And it'll be a 30 minutes every Sunday night. It'll be posted by generally 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 
Um, I say Pacific Standard Time right now. We're, we're in Pacific Daylight Time, but uh, again, things that are done that are not necessary to be done anymore because of technology. Anyway, so that's where I'd like to go with with this system. So a little bit more about me now. I identify myself as a nerd. I am an absolute science tech-related guy. I will explore a lot of things that are tech-related. Right now, I've been doing a lot of study into Arduino, into Raspberry Pi. I came across something that I hadn't heard about dealing with Raspberry Pi, and that's the PyCon, where you can build your own telescope. I love the stars. I have one telescope here already, and I'm looking now to see if I can adapt my telescope to be a PyCon and get that set up to where I can just use a nice big screen to do my star searching searching and not having to look through a tiny little eyepiece on a telescope. Because let's face it, I am presently 44 years old. My vision's not the greatest. And looking through a, an eyepiece really isn't my kind of thing anymore. I'd rather have it up on the screen and go from there. I've also been researching radio telescope astronomy. Um, a lot of people have been doing this with their old satellite dishes that they've had on the side of the house. I have a nice one and a half meter up there from when I used to have HughesNet for internet. And I'm thinking about converting that into a radio astronomy. Um, pictures will be coming and all the little projects I do will be mentioned in the podcast as things go on from here and there and all around. It's just going to take a little bit of time to get some things done. And of course, everything revolves around the almighty dollar. So it's a little bit of, little bit of um, work that has to be done. So I love chemistry. I, that's where the, my focus was all through college was in, was in chemistry. I will follow guys on YouTube and around the world. Um, one of my favorites to watch is Elemental Maker. And I often will either redo some of his experiments or I'll come up with some of my own. I've got a few that I like to do. I just did one on with butane and um, soda and turning a little rocket into it. I plan on doing a much bigger one here soon and I'll get that recorded and up there as well. Uh, I love working on home automation. I've got all these little Arduinos that are sitting around that I have that I started to build into automation and then I've recently found a new product that people have that I bought off of Amazon that has really been good that way. I, and it's smaller than what I can build with the Arduino. So I've trying to collect and get my home into an organized sense of home automation to where I don't feel like, you know, where it's something that's not needed. I'm only trying to automate what is needed or what makes life easier. Like some of the lights, the fans, uh, ceiling fans type things like that where you have to reach up or you know get up and move to like right now from where I'm sitting if I wanted to I could turn on the fans in my tv room I could turn on the fan in the bedroom I could turn on the fans in the living room I could turn down I could turn off the outside lights and things like that but home automation is something that I really really would like to get into more but I'm not a big fan of home automation on the cloud 
I don't want to have to send my data out to a third party and then have it come back. So one of the things I've been working on is configuring all of my data so it runs through my home servers here. That way, if for some reason the world goes kaput, my home is still going to run. I'm working on solar and wind generators. I just found a great site on building my own energy and my own wind turbines. And it starts off with a one kilowatt design. And I've got enough wind out here because I am right on the edge of a desert where I think I could run five kilowatt wind turbines. And that's something that I am working on right now. But it's going to take a little bit to, to get everything there organized. So more about me. I'm a musician. Like I said, I'm working on, on creating our opening title segment for some music. And how I'm doing that is using a, a mixer that comes through Linux. I don't use Windows. If you want to know why, I can exp I'll go into a whole show on why. But basically, it's because I like to source a lot of my stuff as open source. And I won't get into why right now, why I prefer to use Linux. But we'll make that a whole show someday. And maybe we'll see if we can get some proponents from both sides on the show and to talk away about them. There's, there's some good points and some good points and some bad points about both. And, you know, I can't remember, I can't think about them all at the same time or at all at once. And not to mention, it makes a better show when you have somebody who's arguing for one point and somebody who's arguing for another point. And that's all, you know, that's what their job is. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's about that. Um... One of the other things that I like to do as a musician, I'm an organist, so a lot of my music that you're going to hear inspired comes from the organ. I'd like to build one someday. I've got a review on my YouTube site right now that's, well, seven or eight years old, but I did it on a Hoptwork system using just a little tiny Casio keyboard and plugged into a really old computer system, and I thought it actually did really, really well for just running out of my own my own my own computer that wasn't specifically built for it other than that um i play piano i play cello uh yeah the piano guys are coming to our coming to our brit festivals this year in august i wasn't quick enough to buy tickets to get to the show but i am looking for tickets so if anybody out there knows let me know and i might snag them up for you i've got a Get a few more things organized with this. I've got to get my my office still settled. I've got to finish soundproofing it and getting the getting the acoustics set right so nothing's nothing's bouncing around. Like I said, I am here in the office. There are people out in the living room, and I don't need them to be um, encroached upon by me yelling at them to be quiet while I make my post. Another thing that I'll warn you about is I am not politically correct. I don't often think about that. One of the things that, like I said I in my opening, that I'm, I'm colorblind, basically. So I don't always think about how the impact of what I say is, gonna, is going to be on somebody. And especially somebody who may be of a different race and may be having a hard time because they've been discriminated against. So I don't think about that a lot of times. 
you have to excuse me I'm looking at my meters and I'm realizing that I've been coming close to clipping the mic so I'm still working on right proper adjustments and things like that I'll, I'll talk about my microphone setup for a little bit I have a blue snowball which is actually black um, excuse me while I open up my drink should have opened it before I went live but I forgot to there we go so anyway I have a blue snowball I needed a new microphone when I decided I was going to start the podcast and I went searching around and I found a lot of guys who started podcasts on these blue snowballs so I gave it a try and I absolutely love it it has three different modes it's got the mode I'm using right now which is just a directional microphone it has a mode for recording music and I can't wait to try that out and then it's got an omnidirectional mic, which I may use if I ever have anybody here in the studio. That way we can get everybody in here. I also have two different cameras for two different angle shots right now. I'd like to add more in time, but we'll see. Uh, we need to get some better equipment in for handling all of that data. And so it's not pumping through USB. That way it's actually coming in through a camera switcher and then pumping right into the USB 3.0 and... That way the data is not lost and not having to compress it so much to get it everywhere. Um, you'll notice my transitions, if you're watching this via YouTube, are um, just kind of bouncing around. I haven't figured out how to get the how to get the um, the auto transition going on yet, but you know, eh, we'll get to it. A couple of other things that you know we can figure out eventually, but yeah, I sure I can figure that out I do a lot of I'm a technical related guy I build a lot of circuits I still have my very first robot that I learned to build when I was in college my Bobot and he just got a whole code over code overhaul where he took off and decided to chase my dog around um, I have a dog obviously his name is Bo he's a black lab I will post pictures of him from time to time there are times when he may be in the office with me because if it's a thunderstorm coming in, he gets a little on the not liking that side and he'll come sit by me through the whole thunderstorm. He's also my, um, he's my, when my anxiety goes up, he'll come and just sit by me and hang out for a while. And that just helps me out a lot. So some of the software I use, I already told you that I use um, a, Linux, a Linux music mixer. I'm using OBS Studio for my recording here. For my upload to Podbean, I'll be stripping out all of that with Audacity just so I can upload the MP3 file because they won't take the MP4 or the Flash video without, you know, the $29.99 a month membership. The Flash video will be going up to YouTube here as soon as we're done. And yeah, that's about it. So, like I said, this first first one today is right in at 27 minutes so far i'm going to stretch it out just a little bit longer i will be working on getting a few things monetized so i can have some commercials thrown in right and left just for some interesting breaks besides it helps us to recoup costs trying to get some sponsorships going on i need to get a few of these in the bag before that so i can interest some local people and show them that i'm capable of doing this and have a little bit of fun in next week's podcast i will definitely tell you more about myself if i get some more users by then and people are asking more questions then they are more than welcome to ask questions about me that i will answer and 
that I can take care of that way. Um, if there's a major news event that pops up, I'll do some research on it and I'll pull it in as well. Like I said, between 30 minutes and 60 minutes for the podcasts for the time being and only audio. So shortly after this, you know, maybe in a couple of weeks or so as things start to get going, we'll get the video going. Uh, right now it's just off of an HP webcam and a Canon DSLR. But, you know, we all got to start somewhere. People who are my influences in radio are Sir Arthur Bell, Art Bell, Coast to Coast AM. And to a lesser extent, the um, person who took over after Art retired was George Norrie. But I actually had the um, blessing or the the honor of meeting Sir Arthur Bell one time. And yeah, that was a phenomenal experience. And I got to sit in a radio station one time talking on the radio when he called in to do a, to do his own spot because we were doing a grocery a grocery raising fund back in the 90s and so we actually got to bring he actually was in the studio live on air and I got to be live on air with with Art Bell for a very short amount of time so that's something that also is that you know I kind of hangs out there other people in in radio that I really really liked to listen to when I was growing up was um uh, Dr. Laura I heard her for years, and I'll, I'll tell you why. I'm on the West Coast, and I have insomnia. And late at night, the only thing you can pull in, even up in here in Oregon, is radio out of L.A. So if L.A. was rebroadcasting it, I'd get it. And so my influences come out of the L.A. area for radio. Of course, Art Bell out of Nevada, but they were pulling him from from Nevada and rebroadcasting them down there in Southern California, which I was picking up on my little AM radio, my little AM clock radio in my, in my bedroom at night. So yeah, uh, yeah. King Arthur, if you are out there listening, I hope that that life is treating you well, man. I don't even know where you're at anymore, but I'm hoping you're still out there somewhere. Maybe I got to do a little bit of research on that for the rest of you. Thanks for listening. And have a great day. Thank you very much.